0: The store and get that. Did I get that from the store? Uh-huh. I don't remember where I got that. I got that a long time ago, Bubba, before you were ever born. Oh. I probably no, let's see. I think I got it at Dick's Sporting Goods. There's Home Goods inspectoring It's Called Dick's Sporting Goods. So what's up, Bubba? Good. What's good? The life. Life is good? Mm-hmm. What's good about it? mm Have toys. What else? Mm. Brother. Yeah, what else? Um I don't know. Those are very good things, huh? Mm-hmm. And love? Mm-hmm. And besides your brother, more family? Mm-hmm. Back up a little bit off the mic, Bubba. There you go. You can just sit. Just that's perfect, right there. What well, do you think about being home for the next little bit here? Mm, Welcome to the basement. Welcome to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life: my granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. It's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something, something that'll make you think, something that'll make you feel good. Yeah, I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you wanna go? 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 how la 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 What is good everybody? Welcome to the basement. Just follow along, and I'm gonna make it all make sense. Alright. Man, I've had uh let me just fill you in. All right, where I left y'all, uh I was going to the east coast. All right, and I went to the east coast and I dropped in on some of my most very best friends. Uh, some people I haven't seen in in a decade and got some really quality uh time with some rains and I don't get to see or kick it with too many rains, so it was uh it was actually really really cool a really refreshing and enlightening trip and I got to talk to people I wasn't expecting to talk to, and I was able to tell. Kind of outwardly expressed to my most inner circle some of the things I had going on some things I mentioned on the last podcast um, so so I got to really talk to everybody I, I felt I needed to talk to and explain just where I'm at in my life because I one thing I, I definitely like to do is is really talk things over uh, with my with my with my personal my inner circle uh, the, the, all, those who I walk with and some of those who walk with me I'll, I, I really enjoy sharing myself with my most my most inner my most intimate thoughts and, and feelings and, and perspectives uh, in a, in, a, in a sharing in a sharing way you know when I get to have those conversations and and just really really connect and portray what that love and kindness and openness is all about as far as growth and, and family and, and and relationships and strength of relationships, while you know, while honing and becoming your yourself, I think I was talking to my brother recently, and it's it's a movie quote. I'm gonna paraphrase it, uh, but it's that you live the two lives. There's the life you live, and the life you live after you learn, man. That was probably so bad. I wrote it down, and I don't have my notebook here. It's not far, early enough in the podcast to go grab it. But there's the, there's the life you live, or there's the life you learn. That's what it is. That's what it is. There's the life you learn and the life you live after that. All right, so we're always learning something, and the moment you learn something, now you're living a, a life with a new perspective. Alright, you, you learn something new. You how do you apply that to your view on earth, the you know, the world, your relationships, your interactions, your profession, you know, your religion, you know, your your marriage, your 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 parent relationship, spouse uh uh, uh sibling relationship, uh whatever, what have you, all 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 things. All things. So Seeing, uh, seeing everybody was a nice reset. Uh, Type of reset, yeah. I mean, you break the monotony of your day to day. As much as you know, everyone I I would imagine, or at least uh, I, you know, in my circle, love and want to be around their family. There is a certain sense where there is an individual within there. When you break that monotony, you know, you build the strength of the family where pillars can hold up. Uh, the whole foundation, you know, the whole structure, if with one pillar's absence, all right. I've used that metaphor before, right? I only do things in my life that benefit my family, uh, my health, my finances, and causes that I care about. <clears throat> Those are four pillars, kind of my four pillars of life, and they can all intertwine, and one pillar can. Hold up! In the event another one, you know, let's say this this thing, yes, this sucks. I have to miss family time for this business thing. But if I don't do this business thing, that will ruin the income, which is in turn for the family, right? And uh, or hey, this business thing, uh, includes our families, it and it, it makes us money, and it's going to be a really good time for you know for for wellness and mental health and and just life in general. So all all four can be can be one and all one can should be able to stand for four. And I know if my wife got news she had to leave town for a little bit to see whomever uh bam, no problem baby, go do that. I'm going to hold it down in your absence. And that's what she did in turn for me. So I, I dipped to the East Coast and I spent a 4-day trip. I flew into Atlanta, uh drove I didn't have no business in Atlanta. That was just the, that was the cheapest direct flight. Uh, I don't, I, I hate flying. Oh, if I could drive everywhere, y'all, I hate flying. I hate flying. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to hate flying and love dry, driving in, in, in a little bit. Um, so I, I I flew to Atlanta, no business in Atlanta, drove like nine hours to North Carolina, kicked it in North Carolina for like 13, 14 hours with some of my favorite people, uh, the Musos, uh, Big Moose, uh, he's been, you know, father figure, brother figure, uh, uh, Air Force mentor, uh, all, all all things, a real intertwining type relationship. Uh, 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 adversary, uh, we've had issues before, but all, ultimately he handed me the rings at my wedding. Bam! Uh, so he he stood. All my all my groomsmen were my best men. For sure. And some of us had real specific conversations uh, about, you know, the lineup, but ultimately it lined everybody up in the way and the, the how long I had known them. And it was we all everybody, all my all my apostles who stand and roam this earth with me. I, ooh, we like we've been through significant emotional events with one another that are, are unforgettable, undeniable true legit uh, otherworldly bonds all right so it's just length of time for me i love all of you equally i love you all uh and one of them big t he couldn't make it he had a he had a family obligation all right and i could not could not fault him for not being able to make it because uh, and he tried he thought he could make it happen until the very the like you know a day prior, like, man, I just can't make it work, I'm like, I get it, man, and we were talking every day up until then, too, uh, so I was like, man, that is what it is, so, and uh, but Moose showed up to show love, and I was like, man, you're not a replacement, but you got the proper attire, man, will you stand up at the wedding and hand me the rings, so you be the, the, you know, just hop the line for a minute, man. He's like, yeah, yeah. So it was all, all love. I was just like, fuck, yeah. If I could relive any moment in my life, it's my wedding. Dude, I mean, how long can I stretch it? Like, moment, period of time, specific period of time. Uh, my wedding weekend, the weekend before my, we got married on a Saturday. And when was, we got together Friday. Yeah, so Friday, Saturday, uh, that was the pre-wedding and the wedding, like, Bam. But if if I could stretch that to the next week, our honeymoon, we took like a seven-day cruise. So like that 10 days, that Thursday through, you know, whenever we got back from the cruise, like end it when we roll up to the airport. I'll skip the flight. If I could relive any moment, like that was just like just the most energy, the most love, the most fun, the most Forward thinking of opportunities that lie ahead, uh, putting to bed old, old things, uh, all, all all so many so so much going on. It so it was so much love, so much fun, so much happiness uh, going on at the wedding if I could relive any, anything. So and all those people that were were there like I got to see, I got to see moose, man. Uh, so it rolled it, kicked it there. Had a, a amazing. It was a quick turn. It doesn't matter how much time I have with the moose. So four for an hour, or if I got to drive nine hours to spend thirteen hours at your crib, but I did sleep like six seven hours. So if I spend nine hours to kick it with you for six seven hours, uh, man, I'm that I'm doing it. I'm doing it. If I have if I have the opportunity, like I'm doing it. And then I drove down from Moose Crib, I left there, I was going to drop in on Big T, it was a surprise, and had I called him like a day prior, like a, a day, maybe two days prior, and not tried to, you know, surprise him, like that's even possible with a, a grown adult who who lives a life and does things, uh, I would have been able to slide through. It was three and a half hours out of the way, so, you know, added you know, six, seven hours to the trip, but I had that time in the trip because I was driving from North Carolina to Florida and I wasn't going to get to Florida until after my grandparents were asleep anyways. So unless I would knock on a North Carolina basically, and that wasn't going to happen. So I was just like, all right, let's do it like this, Uh, and I couldn't swoop through on T, he had some plans, and I was like, dang, all right, well, it's not gonna work out, I was gonna slide on you, my bad, I didn't give you a heads up, bro, I I should've, Uh, so then I rolled down to Florida, uh, checked into the hotel, met up with my mom and my grandparents and my Aunt Kathy, the next morning, immediately started off with uh, some drama, with uh, one of my sisters so my mom was telling me this i'm like oh man shit don't never change and then we went and kicked it with a bunch of reins uh now that, that was uh it was a good time man so it was like 12 12 reins at the table you know generations the most eldest uh my grandpa's oldest brother my great uncle dick uh and then all the way on down we got to showing pictures of a baby g i think he's the youngest or one of the youngest reigns. I don't know generationally like how that breaks down. There might be a generation younger than him, like from one of my mom's cousins or something like that. Like, so I'm not exactly sure uh, who the true youngest reign at the moment is. It's not that much rocket science. I can make a few calls and really figure it out. Uh, But it was cool sitting there, just taking in family and, and 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 love and yeah. So the reason I went to go see my grandpa's, he's in he's in hospice. He's on his way out. He's got cancer and heart failure, and he's just kind of riding it out at the crib until it gets too much for like in home care, uh, to where they're either gonna bring somebody in or uh, take him somewhere. But I, I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I think it'll be all in home, uh, die in my house type deal. So. Uh, yeah, so that's where that's at. And that's, and that's what it is. That's the vibe that's in the air. Like we're don't, we do not we do not come from a family that, you know, kind of sugarcoat stuff or just kind of really say, what's up? Just kind of say, what's up? This is how I feel. All right. That's, and that's where I get it from. Uh, more, you know, I get a lot, I get a lot from a lot of places, uh, two two very interesting sides of the family. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was all love. It was all love. It was all real, real cool, and it was just a quick day and a half. A little bit of time with my grandparents, with my mom, and booked it uh, back to Atlanta. Flew out. Oh, but when you know, oh shit, I forgot, man. I stopped in on the Mammons, man. When I was when I was served in North Dakota, I knew uh, the Musos, my man Stick, uh, uh, and the Mammons, Jeremy Mammon. That he you know, we lived in this apartment complex with a courtyard. It was probably like twenty of us total, like family and kids included. Uh, and then when you break that down, it was you know the core, the younger, the partiers. It was like six, six, seven of us, uh, really raising hell around Grand Forks, North Dakota, and just really bonding and vibing at that time of your life, your early twenties, just getting to know the people you're serving with and sharing those true, legitimate, intimate moments through through fighting. Uh, not gonna lie <laughs> through, through food through cooking uh, through just sharing drinks uh, sharing just helping build your perspective you know you know, getting to meet people from different places and they came up in different ways and different financial backgrounds and uh, man I don't I, I loved being in the military man I had a, I had a really good time uh, my time was up but I really, really did enjoy myself with the, a lot of the relationships that I was able to build and create and, and and hold on to. And when I'm driving from the Musso's crib to Orlando, like I said, I was going to get in late. I'm just going to a hotel. I was like, shit, let me hit up Jeremy. He's a pilot. He might be out of town. He might be in North Carolina. He might be in Minneapolis. He might be in Phoenix. He might be in Tucson. I'm at the crib. Hey, man, can I come by? Yeah. Can I come by at 9.15 p.m.? Yeah. (laughs) Doors open for you, brother. Always all love. Ain't seen you in 10 years. Uh, Since the great road trip of 2011, when you're out here jumping fires and shit like a wild man. I was like, okay. And if you, I don't know, if you scroll, I don't know where that picture is. I'll put it on the Instagram. I'll find it and put it. It was on Facebook. But I've been on Facebook for over a year at this point. Now, I, I ain't even going back. Well, see, now I might have to go back because there's a picture of fire. Uh, I'm not even going to go back even if there's a fire, but there's a fire I need to get to. Uh, so I'll, I'll track that picture down. I'll get it on. It might be on Instagram. It might already be on there. Because uh, it's, it's me jumping over this just, just giant fire and just flames. And Lindsay, Lindsay Mammon, now Mammon, uh, Lou, she snapped a picture uh, right as I was clearing this just, there's pallets and pallets on this fire out in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota on the great I went on this wild road trip in 2011. Uh, I was supposed to be going to Korea, ended up breaking my foot at the end of the road trip. Uh, had a, had, a, had a blast, had a blast up until up until there. Uh, I met my wife uh, right after that after I had a, a pin put in my toe. Uh, so so all things all things work, all things work together for good uh yeah yeah we watching that manifest yeah we're watching that manifest you know what's up uh what was i saying though? oh but i dropped in on the mammoths and that was that was such a good time such it was an hour maybe had a bowl of mac and cheese shared some stories caught up a little bit laughed uh you know and went Went to the hotel, but just that quick little that love, those those relationships you build along the way, those those true those true bonds. That's like, yeah, man drop by 9 15 ain't too late I want you to meet my kids you've only met one of my kids I got three now like damn yeah I need to meet the other two kids and hopefully you know we all get the moment to to meet my kids and all that uh come back so while all that was happening in life like that timeline that trip that was all end of October uh right there and then like in the early November I was working out like through all, all that time I was working out uh the sale of my car so y'all remember, I bought a car back like April, uh, 2021 this year, and then it was already time to sell it because I got the truck. So it didn't it didn't make sense to uh, have the car anymore. And in fact, dang, I forgot uh, this week last week to call the insurance. this is Sunday because it's been nothing but fuck shit and bullshit going on. Uh, I need to get that insurance policy canceled. I, I'm, I ain't paying for this car anymore. Uh, But I worked out a sale for the car dude and his son came down from Wichita, Kansas and the price that I wanted for the car, it's it's what it cost them. Uh, But dude got a car from his granddad, uh, Mercury Grand Marquis ended up getting uh he crashed it totaled it something like that granddad's no longer alive and he's looking to replace his car they searched far and wide for the right one and bam they found Regina's shiny polished up ass they found Regina's fine ass like i don't it's, it's it went to the right place for sure she'll be well cared for but yeah it wasn't it ain't too many uh when there there was only one other black mercury grand marquise with way more miles and not in anywhere near the exterior shape i don't remember the interior but i remember just leaving that ad because they gotta sell the car you gotta check out the market all right the market suggests i could sell the car for this much uh all right cool i had the best black lincoln uh mercury grand marquise in the country it was the absolute best the black one uh, there's only one other one even close uh and i don't remember what state it was in but it, it nope uh to it uh but yeah it was, I, and I thought it was uh one of the top three to five like marquees for sale in the whole country of any color so it was uh they got a good car they got a good car man uh and I had a good car but it was time it was time to go so uh then the next week uh or that was like a Saturday so then the next week at work we got three motherfuckers just dropped with COVID first half of the week like, son of a bitch. Uh, so I either got COVID from them cats from Kansas, or I got COVID, uh, which why I'm raspy. And that's kind of what I've been building to. <laughs> uh, kind of what I've been building to. Uh, uh, or I got it from somebody at work. And if I got it at work, it, I think it was on Wednesday, November 3rd. You know what? Man, it could, yeah, because I sold the car on November 6th. Yeah, so it was because on Sunday. So, man, yeah. So, I should see how those cats are feeling uh, who bought the car. They bought the car and drove back to Kansas. Uh, but they flew in Saturday the 6th. But Wednesday the 3rd, I was with a group of VIPs, and we were talking life, having a good time, like really just – soulful conversation a lot of laughter and it started with finance Two finance got tyler lopez and guy y'all know guy guy welsh they were talking finances for minutes 15 minutes straight It was just like and, and that's cool and all and i you know i appreciate it but they were just talking putting a lot of putting a lot of uh uh, uh stank in the air uh sorry i got something something cracking in the background. Putting a lot of viral load in the air. That's what I was, that's the words I was looking for. So I was with them November 3rd. So I either cop COVID there or it was Saturday the 6th from them cats from Kansas. uh, Because we were in the car together for a little bit, a good 40 minutes. But that Sunday then, I was sick. I started getting sick on Sunday, the 7th of November. All right. And then I just feel Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I feel exactly the same. Just the same cold. I got a cold. know, body's fighting off cold. You know, just nothing really major going on, uh, slight mild cough, nothing nothing crazy mild, go, wild going on there. Uh, okay, fighting off a cold. You know what? We're going to Disneyland on Monday. Let me go get a COVID test just to be sure, you know, clear my psychological mind. I was around all these three motherfuckers who had COVID uh, confirmed off the real estate team. Uh, let me just go ease my mind. I don't know. I just feel like I got a cold, but we'll see. Bam on the spot, rapid test, uh, COVID negative. Uh, and then they're 24 to 48, 24 to 72 hours. They'll send you the PCR hundred percent results uh 72 hours is like right about now so I have to check that when I get done recording as the beginning of this podcast I ain't have it yet but who knows I left there about two o'clock it's like three o'clock now who knows when the clock really starts they gotta drop that shit in the mail or something or they wait to the end of the day before they start processing PCR results I'm not exactly sure how their protocol works but I didn't have uh uh the PCR results at the beginning of this podcast. Uh so but that night I'm covid negative on the rapid test. Okay. I'm, I'm crying. That night all in in one swoop. Whoop. That's how exactly how like my body went and felt. Whoop. Just, you got covid, motherfucker. Go lay down. That's what, it, whoop, all of a sudden it was just a switch. I was cooking dinner for the family, making burgers, had the grill fired up. I'm glad it was the gas grill and not the charcoal grill If I because I, I didn't eat. I got a fever, loss of appetite with mild, mild nausea, increased cough, losses of sense of scent, like that, all at whoop, just like that. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I had I went and laid the fuck down, um, and that was that that was it. That was my Veterans Day. Like I was like, damn. So that's when I can get a Veterans Day vet cast out uh, for the first time in Granddad's basement podcast history. Uh, still upsetting to me. I was trying. To, I had I uh, had a couple of production ideas. Uh, I was gonna either get with Seth or. uh, or get with the phone I had I had a few people to call and, and make some connections with and it would have it was actually I I will do it one of these days and I've randomly done it uh before but I, I think that's one of my favorite ideas and there's a couple people I think y'all would be really really cool to hear from uh you guys would really enjoy hearing from uh random vet shout out to my man Pete Johnson from Eau Claire Wisconsin uh yeah, and, 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 and many others, many others. I was trying to get Lucas on today, uh, as a matter of fact, but, uh, but was unable to do that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so that, that was my Thursday. And then Friday, I just really, really tired. Like, I still feel exactly the same. So those are, so that was the immediate onset symptoms. So I still have, this is now Sunday, I still have no sense of smell and raspy voice and then i i cough but or cough mostly when i when i'm out of air like and i get winded really really e- with ease like moving a chair or going down the stairs if i go up the stairs i need to like kind of take a, a quick little sit down and sometimes i i've, I've forget, i'm not i haven't had covid that long it's only been a few days and i'm i kind of that's part of my my regiment. It's part of my health regiment. Run up and down the stairs. Do calf raises up and down the stairs. Just drop down and start stretching randomly in the middle of the day. Like that's just, just shit that I do. I'm constantly moving up and down. Like and now it's like, oh, sit, so slow down, bro. Go lay down. Go lay down. Take it easy. I'm like man, so. I guess I'm going to lay down and take it easy. But, I, you know, I'll be forgetting. You got to be reminding me that you can't run up and down the stairs. Uh, because I just moved a chair. I was going to try to do this podcast standing up for a second, uh, but was unable to do it. But anyways, that was just a quick catch up. So, yeah, I got COVID. Oh, hold on. Look, my symptoms. Symptoms of COVID. So right now, shortness of breath. That, that's it. That's it. All right. you pandemic ready, when you take care of yourself. When you put the proper things in, on, and around your body and use the proper things in your household. And by that, I mean soaps, cleaning materials, detergents, uh, how you, uh, laundry detergents, soap, soap you put on your body, uh, uh, lotions, deodorants. You know, not I'm not not preaching all natural anything. Chemicals have their place and by all means use chemicals, especially like for certain types of cleaning or bodily cleaning. The things like that, Uh, but still be cognizant, keep a cognizant mind on long term health. You know, wellness, longevity. How long are we going to be here? We're all dying. Right. That's all anybody's really doing. Is dying. So will you please get the fuck out of my way? Please leave me alone. Let me die in peace. That's all I'm trying to do. I don't know why so many people got to live life so motherfucking complicated. You know, get in the way. Get in the way of themselves. Get in the way of others. Raise objections. Just can't chill and be cool. When, motherfucker, I'm just trying to die. That's it. Why aren't you? That's all we're doing. That's it. Can we just just die in peace and harmony and really leave an impression on this spot and live it in a way that would be really cool to come back and do again? Like, aren't ain't there parts of this you want to come back and do again? All right, then why are you being, like, that way? Why ain't you being cool? Like, that's what I have a real, you know, hard time grasping my head around. All right? So just... <clears throat> oh my bad. You no, know, the um, just the being being cool, uh, but because that that's I I, t- I took a sli- I took a slight turn. All right, I'll talk about health and being pandemic ready. Uh, but that's part of it too, like your mentality. You know, how cool can you remain when there's a complete absolute motherfucking wig out? However, I wasn't at the line at the gun store. All right. I uh, okay. I wasn't freaking out over the toilet paper situation. All right, and I don't uh, take anything out of the wrong way. I'm not a prepper. I don't have a, a extra extra stock of toilet paper. We just stay with that. And, and part, and, and you know what? That's a, that's part of a, a, a privileged uh perspective i guess there's people out there without the the finances or the space and where they live to have maybe more than four rolls of toilet paper at a time so i guess uh yeah if i check myself every now and then and kind of see where i misspeak but at the same time uh, that you could art one could argue part of being pandemic ready um is having a, a stable enough environment to survive in the event of catastrophe whether it's a personal emergency or a societal emergency emergency is an emergency and you maybe need to be called upon in the same way um but anyway i wasn't uh, i'm straying at this point i was talking that was all just a catch up that was why i had a podcast out um in the past couple a couple of few weeks, it's maybe been over, maybe been a month. I, I don't even know. And on top of everything else, still, you know, family man, professional businessman, uh, stretched really wide, uh, and really trying to do a good job taking care of all all kinds of things, and to include this podcast. And I, you know, and, and I don't have time yet. It sucks, but I still need to have, you know, when I get the time to put out a quality product. Then, I, then then we get it, you know, it's quality over quantity, I hope at this point, I don't think I'm just full of shit, but, uh, one thing I said on the last podcast, and since, and now in all those travels, I got to speak with my mom, I got to speak to the Musos, I got to, you know, I'm constantly speaking to my brother, and my brother got, uh, I have, I have my mom has two boy, two more, two more sons, and uh, I got one of them. They're both my half brothers, and then my half brother's half brother is my my former step brother. Even though our parents were never married, uh, <laughs> uh, like he's my brother too. So I got like three brothers, and the one the youngest one. He's sixteen, and he's got uh, uh, autism. So our relationship is not. At a point where it's growing, yet yeah, he's in Wisconsin, out in the cornfield, and, and I'm here. He's doing his thing. It's all, it's all love. It's all recognition. I've, I've been always been involved in his life, and we know who each other are. But it's not a deep relationship as of yet, just based on time. Uh, but so the other two, though, like always talking, you know, always talking to them. I talked to Lucas. I talked to Stick. Talked to Mrs. Rain, uh, and really got on a level. Talked to a few, few very close personal. Uh, uh, business associates slash friends, uh, just telling just where I'm at, just keeping everybody in tune, uh, you know, where, what I got going on. And one thing that I had mentioned on the last podcast was, uh, Jesus Christ. There's been other podcasts in the past. If you've been listening for a while where it's like, oh, I'm not into the religion thing. And I guess part of my testimony, uh, you know, without a big buildup, just bringing Jesus back in my life is a real specific moment, but I was able to to speak and express myself to other people you know uh, uh, every every you know, uh, everyone in my circle and people from my old circle all right that are still still involved but they're not regular like the Mammons like we don't talk like every day like we used to for a couple years of our of our lives. Uh, So it was, yeah, it was refreshing to be able to, to share those moments and have those perspectives and bring it back and then be able to really wrap my head around kind of my thoughts and feelings over the last few weeks and really get down to kind of my thoughts current day. And I guess ultimately what it boils down to is, you know, Christianity is ultimately and, all, and I'll, I'll argue this with most religions as well. Most, you know, no, the predominant is just about love. Just love, community, happiness, kindness. And oftentimes it does get used in vain. And I am highly against the Catholic Church uh, and the way they move pedophiles around. Uh, I don't know about Catholics. It's weird to be involved in an organization that is really really known for that and it's like a blatant thing that y'all you know, fuck kids and hide priests and move priests around and allow them to to do uh vile the most vile act the most anti-god thing you can do right so you know and that's not necessarily I re- know it's not it's not religion's fault but is it that religion's fault? I don't know. Deeper conversation, different conversation than what I'm having. I'm erring on the side of positivity at the moment, but ultimately Christianity is just about love, spreading love, honoring, you know, community, you know, your spouse, your, your children, your parents, very heavy on honoring your parents. Uh you know, you think about the perspective of when the you know, biblical Bible was written, Quran. Uh, I don't know much of any other holy books. I barely know anything about these ones. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about nothing. I'll tell you what I think about stuff. Uh, that's uh, that's about it. Uh, but it's about love. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like I'm pro-human and God is pro-human. So I'm pro-God. All right. And, and whether I'm talking universal balance As I've said in the past, the universe, you know, great spirit realm, mother nature, you know, Yahweh, Allah, you know, you know, some of you psychopaths are out there worshiping yourself. But people who say they don't believe in God, I don't believe you. You're worshiping something. And I think that's what. That's what God is, and I think there and there's you know maybe a miss uh, with religion. Like I'm not necessarily into religion, but I'm into. I'm into the thought of love and community and Team Human. The original name for this podcast was supposed to be the Team Human podcast. It was taken. Uh, I should see if I can get rights to that. Nobody go get any funny ideas. Or if you go grab it, um, man, please sell it to me for cheap. Like, give, give it to me for the low or even, you know, whatever you got to get it for. Get it for me uh, if you ain't trying to uh, be like that. But, yeah, I still want to do the Team Human project. Oh, the Team Human Project. Damn, I'm sick. See, that's why I don't market. So I don't market on camera. These things just come to me, and I blow up and get these extensive ideas and deep planning, and I really get a good vision for the marketing behind things and guerrilla marketing. It's one of my favorite things to do. It gets me hype. It gets me energized. It gets my fucking dick hard. Uh, I digress. Uh, I'm into, uh, you know, love and humanity, and it's already packaged up in a nice you know the holy bible so it's easy i can accept that i can now accept that where i am right now in my life so I was sitting back a few weeks ago this is where shit's about to get wild y'all y'all i don't know I, it is what it is and i understand how this is going to come off and how it can sound and i'm i'm just rolling with it as as a dude with covid in 2021 i was sitting in my hot tub uh months ago a couple months ago 3 months ago at this point And I'm thinking about myself, my ego, my self-righteousness, my somebody looked at me and he said, you're like a black hole for respect. I don't want to be a black hole for anything uh, whatsoever. I don't. I don't want to just suck everything from everyone around me until they collapse. That's, that's aw- awful. But for any, anything, that's like addict shit. Uh, I was like, uh, 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 I don't want to. Uh, so I was thinking about that. And uh, he could and perhaps this individual was incorrect, but at the time I was just thinking about that perspective. Okay. Okay. Ego, self-righteousness, being kind, how, you know, perception is king. Uh, And then I heard the words, read, acts, A-C-T-S, read acts. Ego, self-righteousness, I do kind things, read acts. Okay, God, I will read acts. That's how I... It was that was the thought. That was the thought process. I got up out of my hot tub. Let me me walk you through it again. I'm in my hot tub. I'm thinking about the conversations. I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about just being. I'm thinking about relationships. Okay. And I get up out of my hot tub. I walk. I'm I'm met. I'm. I chill in my hot tub most nights of the week when it's not blazing balls. Arizona summertime, like most of the months of the year, most nights of the week, I'm in the hot tub, thinking to myself, reflecting on the day, getting loose because I'm about to go, you know, I'm about to go stretch after that, you know, get in the smoke a little weed, get in the hot tub, relax for the evening, go uh, uh, watch a little show, maybe get a little booty, you know, go to sleep. That's that's how most of my nights go, and then you remove the hot tub when it's summertime, so I'm sitting. I get up out the hot tub. I walk to the shed like a like a a, 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 a a garden tool shed, like just a little four by three foot deep, four foot wide, three foot deep, eight foot tall little shed. Open it up. I'm reaching in for chlorine. To get some chlorine back in the hot tub. So that's what I'm doing. I'm walking and I'm thinking to myself, this is my thought process as I'm walking from the hot tub to the chlorine. Okay, yeah, black black hole for respect. I don't want to be a black hole for anything. I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy. I feel like you know I do a lot of kind things for people. Read Acts. Okay, God, I'm gonna go read Acts. That's, that was that was it. I put chlorine in the hot tub. I went and grabbed my Bible and started reading the Book of Acts in the Holy Bible. Okay, the Book of Acts starts off uh, Jesus crucified. Jesus is then resurrected, lives on Earth for forty days uh, before he's resurrect uh, uh, resurrected back up to from Earth to Heaven by God, the Father, and as he's about to leave. The disciples are like, "Hey Jesus, what are we supposed to do, man?" He's like, "Go back to the holy land and you can tell everybody about me." Fuck you mean? You got you, Bro, I just died, got resurrected, and now I'm about to go back up to heaven. So you got to go tell people this good. You got to go tell people this good shit, man. Go tell them about this love shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay. Well, uh what you you, what you when you coming back? Jesus? And Jesus was like, "Don't worry about when I'm coming back." That's not for you to know. You don't got to worry about it. Just go tell people this good shit. Boom, Jesus was gone. So then it picks up. Uh, they pick up a couple of new disciples to replace uh, 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 Jesus and Judah, because Judah's the one who got Jesus hemmed up in all that shit, if you're familiar with the story of Jesus Christ at all. But the way he found himself to the the, the crucifixion to the cross, he got turned over. One of his homies turned him over. So that's what I say. Uh, you know, keep your... Uh, Keep you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh, he kept Judas as close as possible because he are, he already knew. You know Jesus came down. You know and already knowing his future was foretold, and he knew Judas was the one who was gonna be the one to fuck him over. So he gave Judas a real real high seat at the table to to keep an eye on him. I guess explore that human behavior. Uh, but Judas so that's uh, Judas turned him over. He was resurrected. Uh, but anyway, go, go spread the good shit. Go, go, go tell people, like, you know, their sins are, their sins are washed. I'm, I'm dying for dying for your sins. So then they go uh, pick up a couple new disciples to replace those two, and go around spreading the the, the word, just gaining followers all all around, all from, from as far as far as they could go. And then, you know, if you really you know get into theology of it, the disciples and apostles they found their place, you know, to to odd ends of the the known earth at that time, just roaming and and sailing and yeah, interesting stories, interesting stories. So, uh, and that's what Acts. So just spreading. It's just the spread. It's just early. It's the early Christian church. And that's an interesting portion of the Bible. Like, okay, so now Jesus is gone. But we're going to follow this guy. We want to uphold this this religion and his views and his perspective and and, and take this somewhere. It it was beautiful. This is somebody we should, you know, should should follow. And, and, you know, this is the son of God. and, And bam. So they build a religion after him. And that starts. In the book of Acts, like he had, you know, Jesus was referred to at those times as a rabbi, as a as a preacher, you know, not the one. There was no Christianity when Jesus was on the planet. And in the book of Acts, now there is Christianity. And it blew up, you know, I think a couple hundred years later, 150 years later, uh, Roman Empire expanded, the great emperor Constantine uh, was supposed to uh, been talked to by by Jesus I think was it Jesus or God I can't recall who who Constantine but he was the first emperor of Rome to uh kind of make Christianity be the common practice in in the Roman kingdom which was the the world at the time the most dominant empire until uh at, at that t- up until time at that point in the Oh man, there's so old empires that I can't even. I think Turks had an empire, but like the Byzantine Empire and the Greek Empire. I guess you would consider the Mongol Empire their territories, and then the Roman Empire, and then kind of the. I guess when you consider trends in history, then United States Empire. Uh, but I don't know if it's a really a truly an empire. We would consider it that right now. I'm not. I'm not sure. And maybe to that extent, you would have to say China's an empire. Um, but I think biblically there was some five, five empires, and we don't know if the last one is is coming or not. It's like the gold, silver, bronze, and the f- gold, silver, bronze. Well, and then, like clay and dirt. I uh, don't. I. I. I don't want to get too too much talking into uh, biblical specifics. I'm not. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about nothing. Uh, but what I was. What I'm saying is, it's. It's just. It's. It's about love. And yes, that can be disputed and debated and argued. Uh, but as I was saying, everybody worships something. You're worshiping something, some type of higher power or greater meaning, or reason why you wake up. All right, and some some sickos it's themselves. All right, if that's that you you wake up like a shot of testosterone, a Viagra, fucking bump of cocaine, and you, you know that's that that's your lifestyle. You wake up, you worship, you know that, you know then. And so be it. But there's something behind that's within somebody. And when I think of spreading love to team human and r- r- providing accountability and perspective and, and through through nuance, through through history, you know, I think of a good way to do that can be through through Christianity in the Western world. And if I lived in a different part of the world, the Eastern world, it would be, you know, uh uh Islam, or or Buddhism, or Hindi, Hindi, or Hinduism. Wh- wherever you find yourself, it's all you know. There's there's regions, there's, there's there's sections, and and here, you know, that's that's where I would. Portray. I've always just been highly, highly interested in in the Bible, biblical stories, the psychology involved, the understanding, and the ways of 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 human interaction. Uh, You know, and while blending that, merging that into today's society, you know, as we've learned more, more written by women, more perspective of women shared as technology has grown and can kind of blend these these lessons, these lessons of old. Um, for good and for bad, you know, take them as a a whole, a whole book, you know, it's one whole big long, long story, it's a big giant book uh, that needs to go beginning to end, Uh, whether you believe in it or not, that's up to you, you know, and I'm not necessarily pro-religion, but I, you know, I am pro- Love and there's a way to do that within. I think you know there is a lot of bad that has come from uh, religion, uh, historically speaking, uh, and it's modernly, mo- mod- modern day speaking uh, as well. Uh, but that's just a quick glance. I'm going to start to ramble. I'm all COVIDed up. Um, mad love to everybody. But, you know, COVID, uh, people who it's hit hard, those with underlying health conditions, those of you whose health may not be or have been in check if you didn't make it out of it, um, you know, hopefully everybody can continue to do better uh, with their health, uh, with their relationships, with their 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 sentiments their states of mind within themselves get a grasp of your past your history i guess i grew up i grew up in christian church i grew up going to church i grew up praying over my prayed over my food until i was into my 20s and i met megan i was 26 uh i was still i think praying over my food i'm pretty sure i did that for a very long time my simple simple my simple prayer uh god bless god thank you for this food uh please bless everyone who is able and all those who are unable to have a meal this well. Amen. That was my prayer. I Said it to myself over my food uh, for years, for years. Uh, maybe I'll start praying again over my food. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful for so many things. And no, 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 things didn't go unaccounted for. But I really pushed. Uh, I really pushed God away. Uh, me and my dad got into it. You know, if we go back, episode forty eight. And 48.2, there's a mention in there uh, uh, five years prior. So that was 2016, but about five years prior to that, 2011, uh, you know, 2011, 2012 is when I really started pushing away the sense of religion and all things religion Uh, but God, God too, God's involved in religion. So all of that needs to be away from me as far as possible. Uh, as I really look back on it and reflect based on the relationship with my dad, because he got very into this church with weird, I I don't know there. It's not how I would run my church if, in the hypothetical universe in which I have a church. I wouldn't be doing those type of things. But I also, as a human, don't act in a way in which those people act. Um, Just uh, outwardly, just communicating with people. Just communicating people in in a way that I don't like to be communicated with. Therefore, I don't need to have you in my life. Uh, So I got involved with some people that I didn't, really care for on a personal level they have nothing to do with church It everything to do with just you i don't give a fuck if you go to church or not what kind of church you go to what kind of church you have run operate with if you're cool you you're cool because i'm cool as fuck like ain't no doubt about it and i know that so like if i don't want to kick it with you you probably ain't cool or we don't click on something and we didn't fucking click so i was like all right he got involved with that And that led into us having friction and uh, ultimately really, really uh, still not speaking uh, to this day. Uh, But I still, you know, I've been through plenty of moments. I found a lot of forgiveness for both of my parents for a varying host of reasons. While there's still conversations that uh, hopefully one day are able to be had. um, And hopefully we're able to get there. Uh, a lot of forgiveness was had on, on my behalf towards towards both my parents, but uh, but yeah, while still there's some animosity and conversations to be had, but like with my dad, uh, it really pushed me away from yeah all things God religion, and as I now have you know had some type of moment that some may call crazy you're just crazy, or you're just making things up, or you subconsciously, you know, it's not like I'm familiar with the book of Acts. I mean, yes, I knew there was a book, Acts, I own a Bible, I've, I've paged through it. I mean, yeah, subcon- I grew up in church, I'm sure I've heard plenty of verses out of Acts, but I, don't, I was never uh, like a, a quote, unquote, Bible thumper. You know, I can't, Quote uh, I'm familiar with the Bible, I'm familiar with a lot of the stories in the Bible, but I can't point out what came from what, or necessarily what order. And a lot of it ties together, and if you really listen to a sermon, people are jumping back and forth between Romans and Psalms and Acts and Genesis, and that, and in that order and that, you just didn't... That's a lot right there, if you don't know. that's You just bounced so far through so many... Millennia, so so many many generations, uh, to to connect these things. Like it's some real deep theology, and sometimes you can piece things. It's so many words you can piece things together out of context. You know, I like the story. You got to take the whole stories uh, as a piece of of works and tie those together. I like that idea more. When when I hear pastors giving sermons and they're going verse to verse. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's not within context. You just made your point. um, You know, so that's, it's it's a powerful place to be in when you're giving a sermon, I guess, uh, for sure. So I guess as long as you're using it in an appropriate way and ultimately putting out a message of love, uh, I, I can be cool with it, but it's still odd. So that's where, like, A lot of people can take issues with religion. We're following. I get it. I do. I get it, and I'm all in on Jesus Christ. You know, and uh, I'm 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 a work in progress, as I always have been. I'm still achieving universal balance, and I'm still mostly trying to outwardly portray love and help people. And I think a good positive way for me to always and forever stay true to myself. Okay. And no matter what, I'm talking, you know, family included. Okay. If I do this for myself, my family and those around me are going to benefit in th- so many different ways and, and maybe arguably better um, if I can stay true to myself. Uh, I think that's some Bible shit, too, right? To their own self be true. I think that's some Bible shit. Uh. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it, y'all. Uh So I found but yeah, found it was maybe 10 years really really away from religion. And the last 7 years, 7 of that really anti all things religion and I always said For anybody who is really listening, and I'm not not necessarily talking about the podcast, just I always said outwardly, when God needs me, God will call me home. And as far as I'm concerned, God called me home. And I'm going to go with that. I'm not going to avoid the signs any longer. Just like getting COVID. I didn't have COVID in the afternoon, and there was a moment, whoop, I had COVID. COVID. All right? And there was a moment in which I was paying attention where God called me home. And to me, it would be foolish to not start walking that path and seeing where that path takes me. Because if I really look at it, really, truly... I am not staying true to myself right now. All right, and there's a there's a lot to unpackage right there, and nothing I'm ready to go. I gotta I gotta have some conversations. I just have to have actually one conversation. I've talked to most of the circle about this. There's one more conversation left to be had, uh, and it is professional. Uh, personally, I'm staying. You know, hold, holding holding the family true, holding you know, all things in good regards, and all relationships are strong, but there's something that I need to be doing that I'm not doing, and I need to stop doing one thing in order to start doing another, and before I stop doing that thing, it's a process, it's a transition, it's going to be a a year or two, Uh, but I need to have a conversation with one more person, Uh, and, you know, but with just, with that clarity, that vision You know, I feel, I see, I see, I see that there's a new path that I'm on. All right. And things are going to change. And, you know, we're going to do, we're going to whoop this COVID's ass. Uh, My son's going to whoop this COVID's ass. Mrs. Rain got them fresh vax antibodies. She going to be cool. And hopefully big G, uh, big G. He's just a ticking. He's a ticking clock before he tests positive for for COVID. Because baby G got it. How ain't gonna keep two brothers apart? I ain't gonna lock them in a room. That'd be fucked up. But uh, yeah, man. I think I think that's it. I think I've jibber jabbered enough. Gave y'all a good little catch up and perspective spot to where I'm at these days. Uh, it's all its all still love and balance, balance within self, balance through staying true to yourself, balance through outwardly projecting the proper love, through, through paying attention to yourself, through, through your body, through, through just that, uh, the greatest wealth is health. And I think and health starts in the mouth. And one, only once you're healthy can you begin to outwardly take care of all things that need to be taken care of outwardly, however long your list of responsibilities are. So I'm going to get up out of here on that. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. And hug your loved ones. Man, this is some super forky dope shit. The type of shit that's making niggas this, I'm that motherfucker that you won't smoke with. Put your glasses up, you bout to make some toast, sis. First days 1st I'm glad that my ass is alive. Everyone who knows me knows I'm known for straight busting these dimes. What up, sticker? You know I miss you, my nigga. I got some marijuana, just waiting back. One hit a quit, my nigga. Lucas, I know you Oh no shit, but holler at your homeboy. These kids is getting grown quick. Quinn, what up fam? Keep your head out of that gutter. Truth be told, when it comes down to it, I'm here for you, my brother. Coley yo, what's happening? He really know about day one. Now you's a daddy and I's a daddy. Get it for our daughters and a sons. What up Moose? Up, what's good? We done came a long fucking way to be the man I am. I gotta hug your man. you, man. Know I always got a place to stay.